0: Good morning. good morning. It is good to, to see you all. It's good to be with you once again. I was debating on which way I wanted to go with my lessons. I got really ahead on my Sunday night lessons, but we're not doing them. I thought about doing one of those, but uh, I think we're going to stick with Ezekiel for a while and, uh, and finish out that series. Today's lesson comes from Ezekiel 33. If you want to turn there and be following along. Uh, If you didn't get one of the sermon notes earlier, they're on the table in the back. You can uh, pick one of those up. But today's lesson is hearing without doing. The heart's desire. And uh, the the last little bit of that, the heart's desire, that's going to play a part in next week's lesson as well. But today we're focusing on hearing without. Without doing. This is not just a, something that was a problem for Ezekiel, for Israel. Uh, wasn't something that they alone were dealing with. But we see that it was also a problem. It's a problem today. There are many that hear without doing. Many of the problems that Israel faced, especially in regard to their service to God, are certainly not unique to them. But one of their greatest challenges was that of hearing, but failing to do according to what they had been commanded by God. We hear over and over again the, these are the, the words of God to Ezekiel. And Ezekiel was to share them with the people, and he did. But even in sharing the things from God, they did not accept them as from God And we see that they failed to do as God wished for them to do. And even today, many will hear God's word. They will hear His commands, but they will refuse to walk in those commands. This was a problem before Ezekiel. It was a problem after Ezekiel. And continues its presence in our present world. As we look at the, the book of Ezekiel, uh, something of note is that, that Ezekiel was given three basic tasks in his mission. Three basic tasks in his mission. These are not original with me. But, but first of all, to stomp out the false, the false hope that had previously been given Israel. Israel. And that was a similar thing with, with Jeremiah as well. Uh, we find that that was one of his, his missions was to, to rid the people of the false hope that they had been given. There were false prophets that would come along and they would tell them everything is going to be okay, it's going to be alright. But that wasn't God's message to his people There was going to be a considerable amount of time that they were going to be in captivity and that they would be struggling, that they would be suffering, due to just being consequences of their own actions. It wasn't something that would soon be done away with. That was one of his missions. Another was to prepare Israel for the coming destruction of Jerusalem, which they thought would never happen. And thirdly, to comfort Israel, encouraging them to trust in God. And he did that. He did provide them with comfort where they had yet to find it. That they would overcome eventually. That God would take care of His people in the end. If they repented and if they remained obedient. Our lesson objectives for this morning are first of all to recognize the failures of Israel as the failures of Christians today. And number two, to learn from and avoid this mentality in our service to God. We begin with our text in Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel chapter 33 actually begins with some of the things that we have previously discussed. Uh, A few lessons back, we we had a lesson on Ezekiel as the watchman and and how we are to be watchmen in our day and time. And the book uh, or the chapter begins with uh, a rendering of that as well. Last week, we talked about God as a fair and righteous judge, and certainly He is, and chapter 33 gives reference to that as well. And it continues with the fall of Jerusalem and Judah's ruin. But as we get toward the end of the chapter, as we get to verse 30 of Ezekiel 33 we find the reaction of the people to Ezekiel's words. The reaction of the people. Let's begin reading at Ezekiel 33 and verse 30. This from the New King James Version. As for you, son of man, the children of your people are talking about you beside the walls and in the doors of the houses. And they speak to one another, everyone saying to his brother, Please come and hear what the word is that comes from the Lord. So they come to you as people do. They sit before you as my people. And they hear your words, but they do not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their hearts pursue their own gain. Indeed you are to them as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument for they hear your words but they do not do them. Ezekiel was mighty in words and possessed a pleasant voice as according to verse 32, as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. He had a great speaking ability, so that wasn't the problem. Ezekiel could could preach to the people, and he could give them God's message, but it was up to them to take God's message and to obey it, and they failed to do that But it wasn't because of Ezekiel's speaking ability. He certainly had the ability. As we read throughout the book, we find that at times he was a bit of a poet. Chapter 15, chapter 19, and chapter 21. And he was at times warm and sympathetic to the sufferings of God's people. As according to chapter 9, In verse 8, Ezekiel was genuinely concerned for the welfare of the people receiving these messages from God. He was concerned for them. As I believe all preachers to be, whenever we give God's message, whenever we we, we try to, to give an understanding of what God's Word really is, I believe it would be almost impossible to preach these things, not impossible, but almost impossible to to preach these things without a genuine concern for people. Ezekiel, he was concerned. And yet, I want you to notice how he is received. Look at verse 30. As for you, son of man, the children of your people are talking about you beside the walls. And I can imagine that this is not good, uh, not in a good sense. They're talking about you beside the walls and in the doors of the houses and they speak to one another. Everyone saying to his brother, please come and hear what the word is that comes from the Lord. And yet as they're doing this, It's not like when Andrew went and got his brother Peter, for instance, to to meet Jesus. But the way that they are bringing people in, it's almost in jest, as a joke. It's, It's something of fun. It's entertaining to them. And that's what we're told in the rest of these verses. They were not concerned about what was happening to them or why. Ezekiel was concerned for them. He understood. He understood the magnitude of what they were doing and yet they, they had very little concern for themselves. They had no desire to repent and change their ways. The things that, that they may have committed to, to doing in repentance, they would not do. All these were just words. Their hearts were not in the right place. Their hearts were instead after their own game. To them, Ezekiel was not more than entertainment. Though they may have acted as if entranced and sincerely changed by the message, that wasn't the case. People may act a certain way in front of others, but you know you can't fool God. God knows the heart, God knows the sincerity, whether present or not. God does give Ezekiel true encouragement in regard to his mission. That even if they don't receive him now, they, they will understand in the future. Verse 33 of Ezekiel 33. And when this comes to pass, surely it will come that they then they will know that a prophet has been among them. They will know that a prophet has been among them. There are many similarities between Ezekiel and Jesus that, that can be drawn. And one of those being that they would know that a prophet had been among them. There was going to come a time when when Jesus' ministry on earth would end and he would go to the cross. And only after they had put him to death would they realize who he really was. But now let's take our text and let's make application for today. Let's see what we can learn for ourselves today. As we look at the people of Israel, are people today any different than Israel was toward Ezekiel? Are people any different today than they were back then? Unfortunately, what has been said of Israel can be said of many today. You see, the problem of hearing and not doing has been and continues to be an ever-present problem both inside and outside of the church. Even those who commit to Christianity, they may even go as far as as being baptized for the remission or for the forgiveness of their sins. and even though they have committed to Christianity, they often fail to follow in the commands of God. Let's look at at Jesus for a moment. And let's look at what He went through in His ministry. Some of the things that, that He taught while He was ministering on earth. In the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 26, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 26, he says, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. There were some that, that as as we, we think of the song even, there are some that, that would listen, that would hear the words of Jesus, and they would do them, and and they were like the wise man that built his house on a rock. Rains descended, the floods came up, but the wise man's house stood firm. But then, of course, there were those that, that did hear the words of Jesus and refused to obey, refused to continue in them. And what did they liken to the foolish man that built his house on the sand? The rains descended, the floods came up, but the foolish man's house fell flat. He heard, but he did not do. In the parable of the sower. Matthew thirteen, verse nineteen. Matthew thirteen and verse nineteen. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. They hear, but again they do not do, and so that seed is taken from them. It is planted, but it falls by the wayside, and it does not take root and it does not grow in John 8 in verse 47 John 8 in verse 47 he who is of god hears god's words he who is of god hears god's words therefore you do not hear because You are not of God. If we are of God, then we hear and we heed. We do according to what we have been commanded. But he who hears and does not is not of God. This problem persisted throughout Jesus' ministry. Many heard Him but refused Him in the end. the words of James, James chapter 1, verses 23 and 24. James 1, verses 23 and 24. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was the description of a hearer of the Word, but one who hears and does not. As Ezekiel had been rejected, so had Jesus. And at the, at the hands of His own people, nonetheless, Look at Mark chapter 6. Let's look at verses 1 through 4. Mark chapter 6 beginning with verse 1. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him? that such mighty works are performed by His hands. Is this not the carpenter, the, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and are not His sisters here with us? So they were offended. They were offended at Him. But Jesus said to them in verse 4, A prophet is not without honor, except, in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Many, even today, hear the words of Jesus. They hear the invitation to follow him. But will never submit themselves in His service. They will never submit themselves in His service. You see, there are those that, that offer only lip service, as Israel did with Ezekiel. They say to follow him. What they say sounds good, but their heart is not in it. Matthew 15, beginning with verse 3. Matthew 15, beginning with verse 3. He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching His doctrines, the commandments of men. They worshipped, they gave lip service, they, they, they thought that what they were giving was exactly what God wanted. They held on to the letter of the law, but they also held on to their traditions, and they taught their traditions as commandments. And so, what worship they gave was in vain. Verse 10, when He had called the multitude to Himself, He said to them, Hear and understand. Hear and understand. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. See, the desire of their own gain overpowers their supposed desire of submission to God's will. They did for themselves rather than for God. And how does this apply to us today? Many still hear, but fail to do as God has said. Those who hear the invitation of Christ to come and yet reject and refuse Him Those who become Christians and yet fail to continue in God's commands. So you have those that that hear but they never become Christians. But you also have those that that do become Christians that may not continue in God's word. Maybe it is because they turn back to the ways of the world as, as many have. Maybe it's because uh, they, they fail to remain faithful to his church. Some will, will go off to, into denominationalism. They follow those preachers that tickle their ears, so to speak. They follow after what they want to hear rather than what God's Word truly says as we are warned in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. Maybe they simply turn to congregations that are not faithful. But many have become Christians. But they fail to remain faithful for one reason or another. And even entire congregations hearing the truth fail to follow in it. Those who speak the truth may be no more than entertainment to many just as Ezekiel was to Israel. Those of us congregations, the the congregations that do remain faithful, the ones who preach exactly what God's Word says, the ones who practice exactly what God's Word says, without adding to, without taking away from it, there are those that will look upon us as entertaining, as something to laugh at, something to joke about, We may be received in in exactly the same way that Ezekiel was received by Israel. But we must remain faithful. We must remain true to God's Word. Always stand for the truth. Always stand for what is right. My prayer is that we are not as Israel, that we are not like Israel. Those who hear the truth but fail to believe it or else reject it, may we learn from the failures of those before us. Hearing the truth. You've heard the truth. Even if today is the first time you've heard the truth about Christianity. And hearing the truth about Christianity, may we humble ourselves in submission to the Lord's will for our obedience. We know what we're told to do in the Scriptures Acts 2 verse 38, when the the Jews heard Peter's sermon, they asked, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter answered them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission, for the forgiveness of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repent. Be baptized. In the name of Jesus Christ, why? For the remission of sin. And that's the command for us today. Since the beginning of the church, it hasn't changed. That is still the command that we are given. And we're warned in Mark chapter 16 and verse 16 that he who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who hears and does Will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. The day of judgment, he will be condemned. Hearing the truth about Christianity, are you a Christian? Have you obeyed the gospel? Are you saved by the grace? of God by by the blood of Christ. Hearing the truth about faithfulness, may we continue in faithfulness to God's will for our lives to the very end. You see, baptism isn't the end. It's only the beginning of a faithful walk with Christ. In Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10, we have the encouragement, the same encouragement that was given to the church of Smyrna, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. We have to continue in faithfulness. And and hearing the truth about faithfulness, are you a faithful child of God? Or have you turned away Maybe it is that you need to come back. Those not faithful are encouraged to repent. As Simon the sorcerer was in Acts chapter 8 and verse 22, Repent therefore of this your wickedness, and pray God if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. It can be forgiven. Whatever you may have done, whatever whatever has turned you away from God, You can repent of that sin. You can change your mindset. You can change your life. And certainly we are encouraged to do so. You may wonder why I give the the full invitation most every time I preach. There's a reason. I was taught in preaching school. It's very important because you never know who's listening it may be that that this sermon goes beyond these walls and if so I would encourage anyone that is in need of coming to Christ to do exactly that if you're not a Christian obey the gospel if you're not faithful repent Come back. And if there is any way that we can assist you, whether it be in obedience or whether it be in repentance, maybe you need prayer, maybe you need help. We want to give you that opportunity. As together we stand and as we sing.